Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, we have an interview with the incredible Emily Brooke ahead of her new single, Easy On Me, which comes out tonight at midnight. And y'all should definitely, definitely go check that out as soon as it comes out. Emily, was such a pleasure to speak with. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Thank you hey, guys Emily, so much for listening. Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You getting ready for Friday? Oh, yes. I'm very ready for Friday. <laughs> I am so excited. It's been three years or four years, something like that, since I put out music. So it's been a really long time. And I'm, I'm just really excited for a new song to finally be out. So when you first posted this song on TikTok, did you, were you planning on putting it out anyways, or did that make the decision for you to put it out? So it definitely was one of the ones that I was planning on putting out. Um, I was kind of anticipating on putting it out later, like a later single, because um, I wanted to release it kind of in like a storybook way. And obviously heartbreak is usually a little bit more towards the end of recovery. Um, so yeah, originally I had the plan of releasing a different single first. And then when I posted it on TikTok, everyone just really like resonated with it and it chose to be first, I guess. So you had a, a few of them that popped off on TikTok. Is it popped off or blew up, which is the, the proper terminology here? Either or works for both. I take both of them. <laughs> Popped off. So you had a you had a few of those. So how did you decide that this one was the one that was gonna go first? Um, I think because this one was the fastest one to grow, and it currently does have like over half a million views now on the song. So whereas the other ones, uh, I think one of them, I think it's White Wine, is about to hit. Um, 400,000 views so this one has like the most and I felt like there is so many people that were like connecting with it like on a deeper level of just being like I totally relate to the song I need this song like this is where I'm at right now like my heart is broken this will like you know I guess just a lot more people were like this is my story and I this will help me heal kind of thing I guess so that was part of it and um, also it's really funny that that was the first or one of like the songs that blew up the most on TikTok and it essentially was the first one that got like the most because I think I guess I do I posted right before it that has like almost 300,000 but this one I posted the next day and has now like half a million but um when sorry I'm driving so I'm like trying to think and also not fast (laughs) Um, but when I posted it, it just was really wild that this song was actually like my first breakup song that I wrote. Um, that was like, actually it happened to me because before when I had released my EP, like there were, you know, guys and stuff like that, that I would like talk to you, but none of them that I actually dated. So I would just take little things from those experiences and was like turning them into songs, but this is my first actual breakup. So um, it's just wild that this ended up being the one to really blow up and the first one to go out for this next little chapter. 
So when you see it starting to, to blow up on TikTok, what, what's going through your mind at that point? Um, I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Like, will this, like, because when they start blowing up, it's like, okay, like, how do I keep this going? Like, I, because obviously it's really cool having people be able to like relate to your songs and just really connect them on a deeper level. And so that's kind of my immediate thought is like, okay, this is so amazing that so many people are connecting with this song. Hopefully like the silly algorithm <laughs> will be able to reach more people just because I think that's what's so important about music is I love obviously listening to music. I listen to when I'm getting ready, like literally all times of the day. And if you can just connect with songs, I think that's just so important because literally any mood that I'm in, I will usually go to the radio and put on a song that if I'm upset, I want to feel like bad bitch. Like I'll put on a song that makes me feel like I'm cool and I'm awesome. So I just think it's really cool how music has that way. And um, that's kind of always been my main goal is that people can just relate to things that I've personally gone through. Yeah, you could always find a song that fits your mood no matter what. That's that's the beauty of music for sure. Exactly. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, the whole using TikTok as like your mode of <clears throat> testing out songs, is that something that was easy for you to embrace or was it like, why should I do this at first? Um, it was really interesting uh, because when I started posting these songs on TikTok, it was kind of just like, oh, like I'm trying to, you know, have like gain followers on my TikTok. So that way it's also, you know, like parallel with my Instagram because I just started on TikTok. And so I was like, oh, I'll post like unheard originals on here and that'll bring like my people from, you know, Instagram and Facebook over hopefully and just, you know, have that be like, oh, this be like my secret <laughs> little unreleased songs channel. Um, and then it just started taking off. But um, yeah, it was kind of just to get people's opinions on the songs that I was writing and to see which ones they liked more and because I had a kind of well I did like I had like a plan for the main songs that I wanted to release and so just kind of popping other ones in there here and there and also the ones that I already was planning on releasing just to get that reaction and like feedback was a really great way to connect with everyone and just kind of see what they were feeling and what they wanted to hear. Your secret song channel didn't stay a secret very long, I guess. Sorry, say that again? Your secret songs channel didn't stay a secret very long. Yeah, it did not. <laughs> it did not. But hey, I am so happy about that. Um, I've been able to connect with a lot of cool people and um, also friends that I went to school with years ago. And they're like, uh, what? <laughs> You're on my 40th page right now. And I had talked to them in years. So it's it's been really cool. So um, this song, how how long ago did you did you write this one? I actually wrote this song um, January twenty third, twenty eighteen, with Lauren McLam and Mignon. Um, they're both uh, songwriters. Oh, and um, 
we wrote this after my breakup that I went through, and I played it at CMA Fest. I think it was also three years ago. We wrote it in January. I think I played it at CMA Fest that year, and I was like, oh, this is going to be my next single, and then nothing happened for like two or three years, um, and so that's another thing where it's just funny that this is the first single, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really cool. You've had it in the vault for a while, and if you still want to put it out after all that time, it must, it must be a special one, for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I, Whenever you go into a write, I feel like you just kind of know, like, after you finish a song, like, this one is special. And I felt that after we wrote that song, it was just like, this song's special. I don't know what it is about it. It's obviously super emotional and just personal and I think that just being able to be vulnerable in the stuff that you put out is really important because obviously you're being true to yourself but in another sense of it like other people can really feel like they're going through what you're going through or they went through the same exact thing so um it it definitely is a special song and I'm I'm really happy that it's going to be coming out so you said before that this is the first song that you wrote after a breakup as opposed to just like smaller experiences. Do you feel that that extra layer of personal, uh, the extra layer of personal that it is to you is helping it connect more with people? Oh, I definitely think so. Because um, the other, like my last EP that I put out, um, they were all also from personal experiences, but um, I've never truly experienced like a breakup at those points. So I feel like to some extent, like they weren't like as vulnerable as they probably like could have been. They were more on like the, if you're going to waste my time, like, you know, um, they're more on the sassy side. So I think that this is cool opening up this next chapter with this song because it is so vulnerable. Yeah, definitely the, the extra heartbreak adds to that for sure. Um, so growing up, when did you know that music was what you, you wanted to do with your life? Yeah, I did know. When did you know? Um, I started playing guitar when I was about nine years old because Taylor Swift and Hannah Montana played guitar and I thought it was so cool. And so I asked my parents if I could take guitar lessons. And uh, I was actually in cheerleading you want to do. And I was like, well, I'll try guitar. So um, from there, what was your... So I started learning oh. guitar and uh, uh, played out... Hello? Yeah, yeah. You cut out for a second. You cut out for a second. Oh. Uh, <laughs> where did it cut me out? Um, you said that you, you started playing guitar and then it cut. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, yeah, so I started playing guitar and I took lessons for about a year and I used to play at a coffee shop and then my parents were like, well, I guess we should like go to Nashville because that's where like, you know, you go, I guess, when you're in music. So we went to Nashville and I just, I really fell in love with it and wanted to move there, move here. Um, and so that's when I wrote my first song and it was about wanting to move here. Um, 
then I would say a couple of years later, I went to a Taylor Swift concert. I was I think 12 and I started bawling my eyes out. She was singing long live and you couldn't even hear her singing anymore at this point. It was literally all the audience. They were so loud. And I just started crying. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is what I want to do. So many people are just screaming this song so loud because they relate to it and they feel something from it. And so that was kind of like a big turning point for me where I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So would you say that you were drawn in by, by the writing aspect of music or by the performance aspect? Um, I don't know. I honestly, hmm, I should have been asked that question before. I think honestly, it was the feeling that I got like when I was playing guitar, like it just, it felt right. And it was kind of like an outlet for me, just like playing music. And once I got a little bit older, like I'd always been comfortable on stage. Um, when I started playing music, like my dad actually did, uh, played like my first show with me and he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, I'm literally about to throw up. <laughs> so I've always been super comfortable on stage since I started doing music. And so it's a kind of always felt natural to me being on stage. But then once I started writing more seriously after I was on American Idol, it was like, so much more I guess for me because I felt like what I was writing and what I was putting out is like stuff that's happened in my life and I just was really cool to just I guess be super authentic about what's going on I think it's there's a really cool different feeling when you're putting out music that you write yourself you felt like you were starting to to be able to tell your own story there yeah for sure because I mean when I was 13, I put out an album and um, I wrote three of the songs on it with my producer, Billy Yates, and it was super awesome. And then the other seven songs we had like shopped, which um, essentially is like where publishers and stuff like they pitch you songs from songwriters and you can choose if you want to record them or not. Um, so that's what I did. And we had picked out seven other songs, put out an album. And then I really loved it. You know, I was 13. <laughs> and then I was on American Idol for like two years, um, which was a really big, like growing stage for me. Um, so once I was like out of that is honestly when I started just writing because I was, I feel like at that I don't know, like, mat not maturity level, but it was just a different kind of writing for me, I'd say. So um, how do you feel that your American Idol experience sort of shaped your, your career going forward from there? American Idol was super awesome. I had a great experience with it. Um, they, it gave me so much exposure. I met so many friends through it. I feel like in the way that I grew from it was, definitely just like the confidence um of being on stage and just kind of owning it and um I would say that was like the biggest growth thing for me was just the confidence of being on stage 
like at that capacity level. So um, after American Idol, was there like this stage where you felt like you had to distance distance yourself from being the girl from American Idol that you didn't want to be known as that or, or that never happened to you? Um, not so much. I feel like there's like whenever people say, oh, you should audition for The Voice or you should go on American Idol again. That's kind of where I get that feeling um, because I am so excited about this original music that's going to be coming out that I don't want to be like back in a contract with a TV show and have them like essentially be in like what I put out and release and whatnot. So I'm just more excited about being in this time in my life to be able to release stuff that I really can, you know, connect with and put out. So I'm really pumped to be independent from uh, a show right now. Do they still have control over your music, even if you don't win the show? Um, I think to a capacity they do. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've been on the show. Um, like how, to the exact and what control they have. How long have you have you been living out in Nashville now? I've been here just over a year now. So um, oh, so you've moved at a really great time then. Right, I did, yeah. I moved at the end of October 2019. Oh, so you got a few months before before everything shut down. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, how would you say, so when you recorded your last EP, you weren't living in Nashville yet? Correct. I was traveling back and forth. So how would you say that the, the process of recording these songs was different than the previous stuff because of everything going on now? Um, the previous stuff, it was, uh, I'd say it's different just because I've been able to just be here full time. So I've still been writing and doing all the things, but I feel like there's a little bit less of a stress of the traveling back and forth aspect because obviously traveling back and forth and then writing is very like mentally like was definitely mentally exhausting so it's really great to just be able to be here full-time and um kind of always be in that creative headspace so how did you how did you come to the decision that it was time to to finally move out there i was traveling back and forth to nashville probably every month i was working like three jobs in south florida and then doing like shows and stuff on the weekends and I was doing that for probably like a year and a half. And everyone's always like, you know, you got to be in it to win it. Like you got to move here, whatever. Um, and I'd always wanted to move here. Uh, I mean, since I was nine years old, but it was just like timing. And I mean, I was a minor <laughs> when I wanted to move here. So I was, I was 20 when I, when I officially moved here. So um, when you first moved, was there pressure to, to get new music out right away or, or not at all? No. Um, I mean, I've been wanting to put out music for, I mean, a long time because it has been a while since I put out my last CP. And I know everyone's really wanting to hear new stuff. And I was 
dying to put out new stuff. But I feel like I didn't want to rush to anything because I felt that my last few projects were felt a little rushed to get them out. And so there was no rush in my heart when I moved here to put out new stuff. It was just like, I'm going to get a lay of the land. I'm going to hang out, meet people, write, and just work and um, kind of figure out what is the best options of, you know, putting out music and just kind of actually think about it before just jumping right into just like, oh, I'm going to put out like 10 songs because these are the ones I like right now, you know? Yeah. So. You've got to make sure that you're still going to like them in a year from now, too. So Exactly, yes, because this one's three years old. <laughs> so um, would you say that, that that newfound patience was one of the bigger lessons you've learned along the way? Um, yeah, I think this whole industry is so important to learn patience because it's a kind of like a very hurry-up-and-wait which you hear a lot as like being in like either TV or, you know, music. Like I actually first heard that phrase when I was on Idol because everyone's like, it's a very hurry up and wait process. Um, so I feel like you have to really learn how to have patience with this industry. Cause I mean, you never know. It is a lot of waiting and uncertainties and all the things, but if it's something that you're passionate about, I think it's worth it. So, um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? When you, um, when you first moved, did you, um, no, 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 that's not where I was going. Here's where I was going. Sorry about that. Um, do you feel that you've sort of found your crew in Nashville since you moved? Uh, it's been kind of hard with quarantine and everything, but um, I've definitely met a lot of really cool people being out here um through zoom and whatnot of course but um I definitely have like a good core group of people that I really enjoy riding with but the more people that I meet the more you know there's opportunity of changes and just adding more people into that and the more and the more people you have in that little group you can get different perspectives in there which is always helpful as well for sure mm-hmm yeah, so um, you said that this is going to be the first in a um, line of singles coming out. Correct. Do you have? Do you know when the other ones are coming out, or that's all up in the air still? It is a surprise. It's a surprise. Okay. How many? Is the amount of singles a surprise as well? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Will there be any more TikTok pop-offs in in the line of singles? Oh, for sure. I'll definitely um, be posting some more of them soon. Right now, we're just kind of focusing on, you know, promoting Easy On Me and talking about that one. So, um, but I did tease a little song on my Instagram story yesterday. And that's, I think, definitely one of the ones in the running. So is the goal still that this is going to be some sort of storybook or did that change with, with Easy On Me? doing what it did no i believe it'll still be a storybook for sure was that something you you always intended on doing is telling a complete story or was it just for this project um it just kind of like happened so i was just writing about 
things that were going on in my life um, and, you know, mostly about relationships and the different stages and stuff that you go through. And I was just listening through kind of all the songs that I've been writing that were kind of standout favorites for me. And um, I was like, huh, this is kind of like a storybook of how, you know, a relationship goes. Like you start off and you're happy and you don't really want to tell anyone because it's new and then you're excited and you're in it and then your heart breaks and all the different things along the way after that. And so um, it kind of just happened and turned into a storybook. It was kind of like a, like a light bulb went off when you were listening to that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Well, thank you so much for doing this. Can't wait to hear the song. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm really excited for the song to come out. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Um, If you liked what you heard from Emily, be sure to check out her new song, Easy On Me, when it comes out tonight. And go follow her on social media at Emily Brook Music, I believe it is. And if you liked what you heard on my end, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, wherever it is you're listening. Leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined and follow us on Instagram at Worlds of Country, on Twitter at Worlds of Country. Talk to you guys next week. Love you guys so, so much. Thank you.